Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where today we're going to have a great interview. We're going to break some news. We're going to make some news. We're going to tell you about some news you've already broken. Joining me today on the podcast, Congressman Mike Johnson from the great state of Louisiana. He has been a cogent, powerful voice pushing the FBI to fix the problems with the FISA surveillance, the very surveillance we saw abused in the Trump-Russia collusion story, the Trump-Russia collusion investigation, the bogus one. Uh, But the problems are the abuses, the failures, the honesty of the FBI wasn't just tarnished there. It's happened in dozens of cases since then. And the FBI, despite all of its promises to Congress, it does not have it fixed. Congressman Mike Johnson, very concerned about that. Russia uh, all the way through to the present time. Lots of problems in the FISA program. Why is that important? The FISA tool is a license for the FBI to spy on Americans. It's one of the most powerful intrusions in American life that we have. Now, it's necessary when you're trying to catch a spy, when you're trying to catch a terrorist. And so the tool is important. But if it's abused and it intrudes on other Americans unfairly, it actually frays at the very civil liberties that make America different than every other country in the world. These concerns that Congressman Mike Johnson and others have, they're real. They're real. They really affect. And there used to be a time where Democrats cared about these. Until Donald Trump was president, the Democrats were the more cogent voice on this. They have abdicated their concerns and their oversight of the FBI because of Donald Trump and because of Russia collusion. And the Republicans, conservatives, libertarians are now in the lead on this. Congressman Mike Johnson going to be here. And then we're going to go, you know, I've got this new TV show with Amanda Head. I'm so proud of the opportunity. Amanda's an amazing person. At the end of the show, you're going to find out how good a reporter is. She actually revealed one of my deep, dark secrets from earlier this week. You're going to get a kick out of that when you hear that. But every night on Real America's Voice at 6 o'clock, you can watch the show. We had a really, really powerful interview with Congressman Jim Jordan. We're going to play that 
today. He's reacting to the big news we broke on Biden, what the agenda for Republicans are, should they win back the Congress in 2023. Two great interviews back to back, Mike Johnson, Jim Jordan. Buckle your seatbelt. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, before we do that, I just want to kick you towards one really, really important story that occurred this week. Uh, Yeah, actually, uh, this morning. It actually broke out this morning on Just the News. It really drops my jaw. And I think tomorrow the reporter who broke it is going to join us. But the U.S. Post Office, you know, the guys that deliver your mail, right? They have been buying technology and deploying technology and using technology that can hack into your smartphone. And my question is, I'm sure your question is, why does the Postal Service need that capability? Why does it need to collect social media posts off of someone's cell phone? What's going on with this tool, right? Aaron Kliegman, one of the great new investigative reporters here at Just the News, he broke the story, he goes into this. Tom Fitton over at uh, Judicial Watch is working on this. The Electronic Privacy Information Center is another one who's looking at it. A lot of people concerned that this privacy invasion, which by the way, goes to FISA. It's a privacy invasion if FISA is wrongly done. The Postal Service hacking into your phone. We heard about other technologies that the Bureau and the intelligence community are using to target Americans. That's important, to target Americans. All of our civil liberties are under assault, whether it's free speech on the big tech platforms that use our public space to transmit their data, or at the post office, at the FBI. An amazing story by my good friend, Aaron Kliegman. If you want to check it out, the headline is, Postal Service Hacking into Hundreds of Seized Mobile Devices, Tracking Users, Social Media Posts. Why does the post office care about my social media, or yours, or any of its customers? It's a good question that isn't well answered by the Postal Service. I suspect members of Congress and others are going to dig into this. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Congressman Mike Johnson from the great state of Louisiana joining us right after this commercial break. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home 
isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks. Welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest joining us from the great state of Louisiana, Congressman Mike Johnson. Congressman, great to have you on the show. Hey, my friend. Great to be with you. There's so much going on in Washington right now, but I thought one of the most important uh, pieces of correspondence, questions that were raised in the last couple of weeks was the letter that you sent to FBI Director Ray. Tell us a little bit about what inspired that letter and what the frustration is with the FBI. Sure. There's a lot of frustration with the FBI. Among all of the concerns that we've had in the last couple of years is the, the fact that apparently the, the leaders at the top uh, are, are either not watching the store or some of them have been corrupt and some of these names are infamous now. Uh, but but they've not corrected the problems that have been yeah. uncovered over the last couple of years. So Jim Jordan and I, he's the ranking member on House Judiciary. Right. I'm the ranking member of the Constitution Subcommittee. We sent this letter uh, to the FBI demanding further answers. You know, we we have real concerns in particular about the use of FISA. And uh, people know the acronym, uh, but it's the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. This is the federal law that allows the FBI to have warrantless surveillance of non-U.S. persons who they think may be located outside the U.S. Now, the, the security, uh, national security folks will say this is very important to keep Americans safe. Okay, that's fine, but you cannot traverse our privacy protections in the, in the process. And the, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court issued a, a now famous memo in they November sure of 2020. Yeah. And they said the FBI had committed, quote, apparent widespread violations of privacy rules when they're conducting all this surveillance. And so that's a real problem, John. We we are concerned that 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 privacy is being tread upon, that American citizens, private information is being collected and used without their knowledge, without uh, proper warrants and proper due process. And it's a problem that must be addressed. Yeah. And, you know, we, we learned about it in the Russia collusion case. And then it was, oh, it's an isolated episode. Then there was a larger audit done. It's like two, three, four, five dozen examples of problems. And then Chris Ray says, don't worry, I've got it fixed. And yet the problems keep persisting. Why is, I mean, what's your judgment of Chris Ray's stewardship of the FBI? To put it uh, in diplomatic terms, we are not satisfied. Okay? <laughs> because, uh, when the when the Department of Justice, their Office of the Inspector General, did their audit, um, they issued a report last fall, September of twenty twenty one, right? And they found that the what's called the Woods procedures. I don't want to get too deep in the weeds here, but that's the the factual accuracy review procedures, right? When the FBI collects all this data, when they do warrantless surveillance. They're supposed to go through some very important checkpoints to ensure that, you know, privacy protections and constitutional rights are not violated. Uh, but there was widespread noncompliance with these procedures. And the, the Office of the Inspector General pointed this out. They gave uh, 10 points, uh, 10, 10 corrective measures that the FBI was supposed to implement and take. So far, at least five of those 10, so far as we know, on the House Judiciary Committee, right. Uh, they have not yet been completed. And so that's the the purpose of our letter that Jim Jordan and I sent, 
is to say, we need an accounting of this. Look, we're on the House Judiciary Committee. We have jurisdiction over this. Our job is oversight of this agency and these abuses. And so we have to have these answers. Uh, we'll see what he does to respond. If we were in the majority, I can assure you, John, we'd have him in front of us under oath oh, right yeah. now. Uh, yep. But in the minority, we only have so much strength. Yeah. So we, hopefully, you know, they'll pay attention to this. It's remarkable, too, because Democrats for a long time said they were civil libertarians. They cared about this stuff, and they seem to have huh. turned an entire blind eye to, you know, some, uh, monitoring some of the most awesome powers ever given to law enforcement in our in the history of our country. Uh, why is it? Why are Democrats suddenly not interested in civil liberties after long professing to be so? It's a great question and a rhetorical one, but one that, you know, we really should find the answers to. I mean, yeah. I, you know, conjecture would tell you that it had a lot to do with Donald Trump, right? They, yeah. they were willing to turn a blind eye to all of their previous concerns about this, you know, it due in part to their zeal to take down Trump, you know, and this is all infamously widely known now. Sure is. Um, but yeah. but I think that they, you know, made some sacrifices of their current, of their previous principles. Um, that they're having a hard time getting back to. They have sympathy for uh, these violations of our privacy uh, now, and uh, we don't. And, uh, you know, this is essential to who we are as Americans. We've got to protect these fundamental freedoms and the rights of the people. And when you have the top law enforcement agencies violating them on a routine basis, it's not something that we can allow to continue. We have a responsibility. We have a duty to stop that. And I can tell you that we are committed to doing that. Yeah, this letter was such an important, because it just laid it out in plain, stark terms, just how bad the situation is. Now, if you and I uh, signed a federal form saying this is true to the best of our knowledge and we knew it wasn't or we hadn't done the work to make sure it was, we'd be facing some penalty. Maybe it's a prosecution, maybe it's a fine, maybe it's an audit from the IRS. Uh, There doesn't seem to be a significant penalty for any of these FBI agents and lawyers uh, even the one who doctored the evidence in the Russia case got off without prison time. Uh, Section 702 is up for a reauthorization next year. That's one of the key legal authorities for the spying. Uh, do you think the, there will be some will in Congress to add some teeth and penalties to FBI agents and lawyers who don't do their job? I, absolutely. Uh, we have to have accountability here. That's the key to this. If you're going to respect you know, the constitutional and statutory parameters of FISA, you have to have enforcement internally to make sure that that's done. Um, but I can tell you, John, that there are a number of members of Congress, um, and, and I'm included in these conversations. We're talking uh, very openly now about whether or not we should reauthorize this. Yeah. You know, they, they, as I said, it, it has been, at least by the account of some in national security space, an important tool in the arsenal. But if the tool is abused, uh, it may have, um, uh, it may not be as useful to us in the future. So I, We'll see. Um, I think there is going to be some real reforms and there and, and true accountability or there is not going to be a willingness by Congress to allow this to continue. Yeah, that's a big thing. And it's in both chambers of Congress. I know there are people in the Senate like Chuck Grassley, Ron Johnson share the same views that you have. And, and uh, it seems like it's growing uh, in concern as as the period of time these problems have gone on continue. I want to flip to another thing because Louisiana is one of the great energy producing states in our country. Uh, the Biden administration has had essentially a war on fossil fuel energy. And it, what it has done is tipped this entire power struggle from being energy independent in America at the end of the Trump administration to now we're relying on OPEC and Russia. Uh, in fact, Russia and, Nord, and their Nord Stream pipeline got a better deal than our Keystone pipeline. What is going on in the energy sector? Yeah, it, it is a, a war on the industry at the worst possible time. It is, is terrible policy. 
in, in every way, not only because it drives up energy costs for American consumers and makes everyone pay more to fill up their tank of gas and all the rest, heat their homes, but, but it also destabilizes our national security. And I, I mean, I, I wish I could make some sort of rational sense of their policy choices, John, but it's impossible to do. I mean, you know, right after President Biden took uh, uh, occupancy of the White House, he issued all those executive orders. You know, some of the first executive orders were to completely do the opposite of what the Trump administration had accomplished. You know, we were energy dominant for the first time and really were. in a long time. We were a net exporter. I mean, things were going great. And Biden went in reflexively and just did the exact opposite of what what Donald Trump did and, and to our great detriment. And so, you know, he issued the executive order uh, to to put a moratorium on federal exploration and production on federal lands and, off, you know, offshore. Um, he, you know, killed the Keystone Pipeline. And then most recently now he waived all the sanctions on the Nord Stream 2 uh, to, you know, we can't hold Russia accountable, according to Joe Biden. And so what that's done, of course, is cement Europe's dependence on Russian gas. And it is just a series of of just critical mistakes that looks intentional. How could they continue to double and triple down on this terrible policy? It is really harming the country. And I think the American people have, have awakened to this. They recognize what's going on. And I think there's going to be a reckoning in this election cycle this fall, in part because of this terrible energy policy. Yeah. And, and the, the, when people go to the pump, they're now being forced to choose, do I fill up my pickup truck or do I get enough groceries or money for the kids for school? It's becoming that expensive to to just do the basics of, of, of fill up, filling up your car or your oil tank if you live in the Northeast for, for heating this winter. Um, going along with that, hand in hand with that, is the Biden foreign policy. And, and some people say, well, there really isn't a policy. It seems to be so herky-jerky. When you see the crisis at Ukraine, in the last 10 years, there's only been two times when Russia acted up badly with Ukraine. And in both instances, Joe Biden was in charge of the policy. He was the VP in charge of Ukraine Mm. in 2014 when Russia invaded Crimea. Now he's the president and Russia's acting up again. Why does Russia feel so emboldened to do this when Joe Biden is in charge? (laughs) Because Joe Biden projects weakness, right? I mean, you and I uh, grew up in the Reagan era, right? right? And we remember the great... Uh, principle of, of peace through strength. And, and Reagan used to explain so well that, you know, the, the the other part of that is because weakness invites aggression. And now we are projecting the greatest weakness, pr- probably since Carter, uh, you know, on the world stage. And so we have all of our adversaries across the world, Tehran, Beijing, now Moscow, everywhere else. They're, they're looking at this as an opportunity. And so you know, Biden has effectively given Putin a green light to invade Ukraine, right? His disastrous press conference, his, his uh, unwillingness to impose meaningful sanctions. It's, it's, it's just, it just looks so foolish and everybody sees it that way. And so they're taking advantage of it. They're going to test our limits as tyrants and terrorists and, and people of that ilk always do. And uh, it's it's a dangerous time. It is really, really a dangerous time on the world stage. Yeah, you really, you really do sense it. Um, later today, uh, the Republican National Committee is going to vote on a resolution introduced by Dave Bossy, former Trump advisor, committeeman from Maryland, to uh, ask uh, Kevin McCarthy to expel. Uh, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger from the Republican conference in the House. Your thoughts on the resolution and what is the relationship between the rest of the conference and these two wayward lawmakers? Well, it's a great, great question, John. I mean, and for the inside baseball, and I wish more people knew that, but there, there really is no relationship. I mean, I haven't, 
I literally haven't seen either of them in months. You know, Amazing. they spend all their time over in the Jan 6 committee hearings, I guess, yeah. because, I mean, I haven't seen them on the floor. I haven't seen them in, in a committee. They certainly don't attend Republican conference meetings. They wouldn't be allowed in, you know. So effectively, they already have been sort of expelled from uh, the party for all practical purposes on Capitol Hill. So, you know, that may be a symbolic uh, step, I guess. But, I mean, honestly, in terms of practical purposes, I don't know that it's necessary to do. I mean, they they are not welcomed in the party because, look, when we have a Republican conference meeting, I mean, this is really deep in the weeds, right? But we are in there often talking about political strategy. Right. Well, we can't have people in the room who are actually literally openly working against that, right? So um, it's, it's, uh, it's just a terrible situation. I hate uh, what has happened, um, and I hate the decisions that Liz and Adam have made, and they continue to double down on it. Um, it's not good for them. It's not good for the party. It's not good for the country. Yeah. And listen, the January 6th uh, episode, there's a lot we could learn from security posture and to make our capital and our police there better. But none of that is the focal point of these hearings. It's so strange to see hearings that don't seem to have any purpose but a political payback option. Uh, have we missed an opportunity to evaluate capital security for the good of the entire country? Republican, Democrat, independent, visitors who walk in the building. Are, are, uh, do you feel like we've solved the security problems and have we, or have we missed the opportunity to, to solve those problems? Well, certainly the you know majority party, Pelosi and company, they've been so fixated on on getting trump you know as you noted here that 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 is the the real responsibility that's that's kind of been brushed aside now i'll tell you that on the republican side in the minority uh we have continued to look into that to investigate it carefully to look at where the flaws were and all of that we don't have subpoena power like the majority does but we've had willing witnesses and and persons who have come forward with important information so we'll be producing our own report minority report about uh this situation, capital security, and how uh, what is apparent now on the evidence that Nancy Pelosi dropped the ball. You know, she yeah. is ultimately the, the authority on keeping Capitol Hill safe. And there were lots of things that happened that raise, will raise a lot of eyebrows uh, when people see all of this uh, laid out carefully and methodically. So we're looking forward to that being published. Um, I think it'll be late spring, early summer. Uh, you'll you'll see uh, competing reports. One of them will be all about taking Trump down, and the other will be about this very important underlying issue that should concern everybody. Yeah, that's right. It should rise above politics to keep our nation's great capital building there. You don't have any doubt based on the evidence that we now know that the Pelosi and her team, the leadership team in the House, were offered the National Guard a day or two in advance and turned it down, right? That That's sort of now pretty much been verified. Is that correct? Yes, yes. And that, you know, independently verified. Again, this is transcending politics. These are the facts, the things that happen. And it is very uh, curious, very concerning why they did not do that when they knew everybody expected that there could be problems. Yeah, you know, I just um, and, you know, I'd love to have Nancy Pelosi testify under oath. But of course, that will never happen. You know, we may never know the truth of the of why, but we can guess what their motivations were. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's clearly um, a question we have to we have to get to the understanding and then make sure it never happens again. Congressman, it is such an honor having this show. You're doing such important work, particularly in that oversight of the FBI. And I want to thank you for your time today. Thank you, my friend. Keep up the great work. I will, sir. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, we'll take a quick commercial break. When we come back, my exclusive interview with Congressman Jim Jordan on the Just the News TV show on Real America's Voice coming up right after the break. 
Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash Just News. That's AMAC.us forward slash Just News. All right, folks, welcome back to the commercial break two nights ago on our new show at Real America's Voice. By the way, if you want to watch the show, it's real easy. Go to Real America's Voice on Dish Network. It's channel 219. It's channel 240 on the Pluto Network, which is a very popular over-the-top or internet-delivered television network. It's on the Roku channel. It's on the Samsung television, the smart TVs. It has its own app there. You can download the Real America's Voice app in the iOS store and in the Google Android store. You can also go to Just the News or the Just the News app. Now, if you're in the Just the News app, click watch. It'll bring you up to our TV page. You can watch the TV show. Or if you go to the Just the News site, click on the TV tab up in the header and you'll be guided to the television page and you'll see the show there. Lots of different ways to watch the show. We had Jim Jordan on the show two nights ago reacting to the big Hunter Biden Ukraine Burisma stories that we broke earlier this week and a lot of other things, including what would Republicans do if they do get control of the House and the Senate, take back Congress. He had some pretty profound answers. Listen up here. Congressman, great to have you here today. You bet. Good to be with you guys. Congressman, I think you had a chance to listen to what we just talked about. There is this new memo that we've obtained in which George Kent 
tells the entire senior leadership in Washington, hey, someone's got to go tell Joe Biden his son undercut all of our anti-corruption activities in Ukraine. Your reaction to that? Well, I mean, well, first of all, congratulations. Like, like so many other times, you've been you've been right when the mainstream press and the, and the Democrats and the left tell you you're, you're, you're not. You turn out to have the, the exact story. You have it exactly right. Um, no, this is this is frightening. And the fact that that we didn't have this information during the impeachment, I think, is is maybe the biggest concern. I mean, the president of the United States is defending himself from a ridiculous impeachment process that the Democrats bring on him, where he wasn't allowed to be in the depositions, wasn't allowed to 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 have his counsel there. And now we find out wasn't allowed to have information that he's entitled to have to put on his defense. I mean, frankly, we would have liked we Republicans who were in the rooms in that bunker in the basement of the Capitol, we'd have liked to have this information that you just described and other information that wasn't available to us as well that you've written about. Congressman, I, I know that none of us read minds and we, we don't know what was in their head and their heart. But uh, does this comport with John's reporting on this? Does this comport with um, how you felt during these proceedings, knowing obviously what the Democrat witnesses were saying before Congress? But then on the other hand, you have this reporting that uh, right. I wouldn't necessarily say proves the contrary, but it certainly leads in that direction. Well, when I read John's piece uh, earlier today, I, I was struck by because uh, this term interagency process, because during the impeachment, the, the, the Democrats, the witnesses they brought in, the folks from the State Department talked about the interagency process and how President Trump didn't follow that. Well, as it turns out, the interagency process said that this Shokin prosecutor was actually doing a good job. And then a few months later, when they find out, oh, he's looking at Hunter Biden, suddenly he's not doing a good job and they get rid of him. And the only thing that seems to have changed is the fact that he was talking about that that they didn't want him looking into the Hunter Biden Burisma situation. So uh, I find that interesting because they they stressed that so much. They talked about it in the hearings. They talked about it during the depositions, the sacredness of the interagency process and how dare the president of the United States, the guy whose name is on a ballot and was elected by the American people, how dare he in any way go against that Turns out they did it themselves when it suited their political advantage, uh, when it when it suited them. And as we said earlier, didn't give this information, this critical information to us, the Republicans, or more importantly, to President Trump's defense team. You know, Congressman, a lot of stuff has come out since the impeachment trial, thanks to Senator Ron Johnson, uh, Chuck Grassley in the Senate. And then since then, because of these FOIA lawsuits and you look back now and you had witnesses at the time in the impeachment trial saying, Everybody agreed that Shokin should go. And then you see these emails from those same people saying, oh, he was doing a good job and we should give him the extra money. And then you see that there was no reason to question Joe Biden's activities or Hunter Biden's activities. And you read an email like today that yep. says he was undercutting it. Do you think those State Department officials gave honest testimony to Congress? Well, it's something we're going to have to look at. we got to go back and review their transcript now in light of this information that you've written about and you've just talked about here tonight. So, yeah, we we got to go back and look at their transcript and we'll we'll see but my memory serves me that the way they stressed, oh, no, no, this interagency process was wonderful. We were all in agreement that Shokin wasn't doing the job. But yet you got the document that says he was doing that. They're, they're all saying that he was doing a fine job in, in prosecuting uh, and dealing with anti, uh, dealing with corruption in, in Ukraine. Yeah. Um, that's why we got to go back and look at the transcript. Yeah, great job until the proximity of the investigation gets just a little too close for comfort. I want to pivot just a little bit to the news that RNC members are pushing to expel uh, both Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger from the House GOP conference. 
for yeah, John broke that today. I just wanted to to make sure that you knew that. This feels a little bit like because I'm just going to give the the layman's perspective. A lot of the Republican base felt like the RNC was no longer speaking their voice. And they felt like, you know, the messaging that they were giving just wasn't what the base felt in their heart of hearts. This actually, maybe I'm optimistic, but it feels like the RNC might actually be listening to the base with respect to perceived rhinos. Well, yeah, I I think I think, you know, the leader of our party is President Trump. We've had individuals who voted the wrong way on impeachment. Uh, and then we have these two individuals who are now on this January 6th committee, which anyone with with any common sense, with just any basic understanding can see is a committee that's totally political with one design to stop President Trump from running again in 2024. I think he's going to. I think he's going to run. I think he's going to win. I think they know that, too. The Democrats and these two Republicans who are against President Trump. And that's 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 what that's what this effort is all about. This January 6th committee. I think it's interesting, too. Uh, you know, you, the, the Democrats will. Well, they, they're, they're, they've given us proxy voting. They've closed the Capitol. They've kicked Republicans off committee. They won't let Republicans serve on committee. They're trying to end the filibuster, trying to end the Electoral College, trying to pack the court. And yet somehow they say it was President Trump and Republicans who are a threat to democracy. So I think that's part of this overall concern that the RNC has and why you're seeing them uh, look at this action today. Uh, Congressman, how many members of the caucus would like to see Liz, uh, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger gone, to be dism- dismissed from the party, dismissed from the conference? Do you think there's a support within the conference to boot them? I, I think that's a discussion we got to have, but I do think there are several members of our conference who feel that way. And as we know, maybe more importantly, there are lots and lots, millions and millions of Republicans across the country who, who actually have that position. So, uh, but that's a conference decision. We will we'll make that decision as a conference. Um, one way or the other, and then we'll go from there. Congressman, do you feel like this is a result of of voters getting involved at the local level? Because this is something that I've always preached about, is that people have to get involved in local and state elections, and people are actually paying attention to that. Do you think that that's that's an element that's kind of driving this? I I think the American people understand that one year of the Joe Biden presidency has been maybe the worst ever. We went from a secure border to chaos. We went from safe streets to record crime. We went from energy independence to the president of the United States begging OPEC to increase production. We went from stable prices to a 40 year high inflation. Uh, We went to we saw the debacle that was the exit from Afghanistan. Uh, So there's not one thing they've done right. And then you couple all that with the attacks on our First Amendment freedoms and the attack on our Second Amendment liberties that's come from the Biden administration. And I think the American people have said enough. And so much so that we now have a Republican governor in the state of Virginia because that we saw that the Department of Justice was targeting moms and dads who were simply showing up at school board meetings, speaking out against this racist, crazy curriculum that's being taught in some of our schools. So I think all that together, you're seeing you're seeing Americans say time out. And it started with parents in Virginia. Then you saw it with 12 brave jurors in Kenosha, Wisconsin. You're, you're seeing it. You're seeing it pick up more and more. And what we have to do is not get overconfident. But be confident. Go talk to the American people how we'll make things better if, in fact, we are given the majority in the House and the majority in the United States Senate. Uh, Congressman, we've got about 30 seconds left. I just want to ask this. You've been raising these concerns about the politicalization of law enforcement, ATF, FBI. Are you getting the answers you want from the Justice Department? No, we're not. I mean, it's been a hundred and some days since we learned that the Justice Department was targeting parents. I mean, we got We had a whistleblower come forward uh, and yeah. talk about this memo that was sent out on this uh, this this email about the threat tag put on parents. So no, we haven't. Uh, and frankly, I don't think we'll get the answers until we're back in in in, in the majority. 
But if we are back in the majority, we're going to push to get the American people the truth. That's so important. Congressman, thank you so much for all you do to find the truth for all of us. All right, folks, we take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for the day. Big thanks to Jim Jordan and to Mike Johnson, two great members of Congress, for spending time and making us smarter, enlightening us. We'll take a quick commercial break. Come back right after this. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. It's time to wrap things up. Now, a quick reminder, you can watch us again tonight. Amanda Head and I will have some new guests and some big news tonight on Real America's Voice on the new Just the News TV special, 6 o'clock Eastern Time. Tune in, check it out. How do you tune in? Well, it's Channel 219 on Dish Network, Channel 240 on the Pluto Network. Get the app on the Roku device, the Real America's Voice app. Download the Real America's Voice app from the iOS or Android, Apple and Android stores, uh, Google. You can also go to the Just the News app. That's also on the iOS and, and Android store. Click on the watch button. You'll see our television show is there. If you go to the Just the News website, you click on the TV tab, you're there. Lots of different ways. In fact, the Samsung television, all the new smart televisions have Real America's Voice in their smart digital direct packaging. You can download that and get it up and running in a couple seconds. Watch us. It's really great. Now, as we head out for the night, I wanted to say thank you for listening. God bless you. God bless this country. I'm going to let you listen to a little thing that happened on the show last night. Amanda Head's a very good journalist. So good that she unmasked one of my secrets from my home this week. There's been a big leak in the Solomon family house. You're going to hear it now as we go out and have a good night. Listen to what Amanda Head did on the show last night. I think you'll get a giggle out of it. You also realize what a good show it is. Hope you get a chance to tune in. Good night, everybody. Listen to Amanda Head. Give me a good roast in the middle of my new show. Take care. Good night. God bless. My sources on the ground there in D.C. reported to me, they tipped me off that there was uh, a stethoscope incident involving a domesticated rodent. Can you shed some light on the story? <laughs> oh, oh, your sources are way too good. Yes, you know, you guys credit me. I can find all these stories. I couldn't find my son's hamster the other day. My family's on vacation. I came home. The hamster was out of the cage. And for two hours, I tried everything. And I'll give you some good tips. If you call a hamster's name, he doesn't come like your dog. If you try to put little snacks on the ground, he doesn't come. I finally had to go get a stethoscope and listen to little scratching sounds. At 1.15 in the morning, I found Chunk, my son's hamster, hiding in, a, in, a, in an air conditioning vent. I pulled him out, put him back in my cage, and my family wouldn't have known, 
But now they know. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. Uh, you know, I, I'm used to hearing that John Solomon doesn't get a lot of sleep because he's waiting up late at night for some classified document pertaining to a special access program that's deep within the coffers of the, yeah. of the IC. I'm, I'm used to that. I'm not used to hearing that John Solomon didn't get sleep because he was searching on his hands and knees for a hamster. You continue to surprise me every single day, John Solomon, for really good reasons. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events. And you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.